0: mildly scandalous listeners. This is Bruce. And I'm Yasmin. And we will be starting this week's episode by talking about a fantastic TED talk that we watched recently by a man called Alain de Botton. And yes, I did just want to say his name. And the TED talk is called Why You Will Marry the Wrong Person. And yeah, this
1: guy says a lot of interesting things throughout the talk. But what struck me the most was about how sometimes we can meet people who on the surface seem are really pleasant and really nice, and we just won't click with them, and we'll be like, oh, they're so boring. And he was saying how people tend to do that because when we're looking for potential partners, we're actually looking to find people who share the same negative qualities as people from our childhood so that we can continue to suffer in a familiar way. And that got me thinking about familiarity and how important that is to us in, you know, in our lives day- on a day-to-day basis.
0: Yeah, and talking about familiarity and suffering and all, and all of these things, we started thinking about this word that I'm sure you'll all be very familiar with, home. So if you would like to continue to hear about home and how that links to suffering and familiarity and family and all of these things, you're in the right place. First, I thought that it would be good to discuss what is home uh, and in preparation for this episode I googled some definitions my Google computer probably thought I was being quite uh, unintelligent by googling definition of home but uh, this is what I got the Google dictionary said home is the place where one lives permanently especially as a member of a family or household and Then I went on to the Cambridge Dictionary uh, and it said the same thing as the first definition, but I continued to scroll down. And the third definition it gave was, home is the type of family you come from. And then I'll just do one more for now. I scroll down a little bit further to the A1 definition. And it said, home is someone's or some, some things, place of origin or the place where a person feels they belong. Yasmin, what, what do you think about these definitions of home? I think I
1: really like the phrase, a place where someone feels like they belong, because I think that's what the first definition means by particularly as a member of a family or community, because it's not just a place where you live, because you could live there and you could hate it, right? You don't have, you might not have a connection to the place you live. Like, for I know for a fact that in this current house that I live now, I felt very little connection to it until I lived here for like, two or three years where I finally felt like I I really started to belong in the UK and I started to really like the community and the city and everything like that and which is why I do think that home is more a feeling than an actual literal object I think it can I think that's why it's used in so many metaphors where you can be like oh you know the sea feels like home you might not actually live the sea but you might feel most comfortable you might feel like you belong there and you might feel like you're You know, just happiest being there.
0: Yeah, I I was going to say the same thing, actually. What was common amongst all of these definitions was the word place. Someone's place of origin, the place where you live. And it's interesting to think about the fact that home might not necessarily be a place. It could be a smell. It could be a taste. Now, I'm just going to go through the five senses. It could be something you see, something you hear. It could be a person. Yeah, person, that's interesting. So if we riff off this idea of home being connected to a person, how much do you think home is intrinsically tied to family? Yeah, I can give you an example. Uh, My mother has lived with me in London for as long as I have lived. And I consider this to be my home. And I think she considers this our house to be her home too. However, every time she returns to America, which is where she grew up, she always says, she doesn't say, I'm going to the States as Americans call it. She says, I'm going home. I'm going home for the Christmas holidays. And I always think that's interesting that even though she hasn't lived in America for 20 years or 30 years, she still considers that place where her family are to be her home. Yeah
1: I can I can relate to that as someone who's lived abroad before and has family abroad as well I definitely still consider for me Japan to be as much of a home as this house is now even though I haven't lived there in over six years and I don't and I think it is to do with the family aspect but I also think it's just because I have so many memories associated with that place which are so important to me and just things that are Key parts of who I am as a person, my identity, are linked to the places I grew up in. So for me, that will always be part of my home, even if I end up living in like Finland for the rest of my life. Japan. And I also think the UK will forever be part of me and some places where I will feel comfortable and belong and somewhere I would like to call home.
0: Ah, Okay, so you associate home with memories. One thing that also occurred to me while you were speaking is do you think home can only be called a place someone can only call a place their home once they've lived there for a certain amount of time do you think do you think it's possible to walk into a house and call it your home if you've only lived there for a week or do you think for something to become a home you have to have spent a certain amount of time there I think that varies on person to person
1: because I think it's just however long it takes you to feel like you're belonging there and you have a community and you feel connected to the place, right? If we're talking about physical spaces and physical homes, because I could, I think the opposite could be true where you could live somewhere for decades and still not truly feel like you're at home. Maybe you haven't, you're not with the local community that much or you don't really like the place you're living, in which case I don't know why you're still there, but like you could just constantly feel like you're drifting and that it's not your home even if you've lived there for multiple years and so I think the inverse is true like I know a lot of people who have like don't you ever read like books or movies where you have people who've like come from really sheltered upbringings and they like go to university and then the first week they're like oh I'm finally like home I finally found myself I finally feel free like for the first time in my life and I can definitely see that as being true and I again I just think it like varies from
0: person to person. Mm finish this segment i think that i think it'd be a good idea since there are so many quotes about home as a concept we should finish this segment with the quote home is not a place it's a feeling dot 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 or is it
1: okay (laughs) well i mean there is the whole phrase feeling at home which i think just goes to say how like you don't. the reason people say like, oh, I'm going home is because they're not, they could just say, oh, I'm going back to my house. And some people do say that. But when you say you're going home, it like, it implies you have something worth going back to. Like you're going back to familiarity, you're going back to comfort. And I think that's why home is so much more than just a place. I do think it is a feeling in that sense.
0: C- can I just say that I added the, or is it at the end? This, uh, this quote did not... <laughs> The quote was not home is not a place, it's a feeling, or is it? I, I added the orange. I think is it, it sounds very menacing. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> or is it. Or is it But yeah, what do you think?
0: What do I think? Well, I'm interested by the the senses and associating senses with home. And one thing that I find people often associate with home is the smell of cookies or the fire roast you know. Roasting chicken by the... Not chicken, but roasting meat by the fire at Chris, at Christmas.
1: What, what What is your smell? For me, it's like just like the sound of the rice cooker. I'm always like, oh, yeah, oh. I'm home.
0: The thing is, I don't have a very good sense of smell. So my house doesn't smell of anything, in my opinion. But I, I think it's interesting how for some people home, when they picture home, it's something that's cosy, something that's... um It's got a touch of motherhood to it with with cookies and baking and all of this. And I'm curious about where that conception of home, perception of home came from. I I think home is definitely associated with family and with love. But I also think it's possible to have a home and not have other people living there or not feel love to it. Actually, this is why I wanted to bring in the suffering thing, because I don't think home...
1: I think it's the same thing, home can be comforting, and home can feel like you belong, and home can feel familiar, but that doesn't necessarily mean home is a good place, because for a lot of people who grow up in unstable homes, it's still their home, but it's not really good, but it is familiar, and it's somewhere Mm. to go back to, if you get what I mean. And I think that moves us on to our next segment, which is about, is home always a comforting, good, positive thing? So when considering whether home is a good thing or a bad thing or a mixed thing, I think it's really important to note how in all our conversations, we've kind of inherently linked home with, with family. So I think it's inevitable that home becomes a sort of mixed concept because although I'm sure some people have only positive experiences with their family, most of us have very mixed relationships yeah. with people in our family. So I think it's, it's kind of almost common sense that many people could have a very complicated relationship with their home as well hmm. especially and even sometimes just fully negative if you've grown up in a with a family or with no family or just a very unstable life at home or in a house I guess you might feel completely disconnected from you know the people around you and your community and again somewhere that you'd rather escape from than rather go back to like a comforting place like a traditional home would be.
0: Yeah I think that's that's interesting how when we picture home we picture this idyllic place with stockings under the Christmas tree and all sorts of things uh, a, a mother a stout mother with an apron or this is I'm now just describing regurgitating Charles Dickens Christmas Carol but actually home like family is a complex thing that some people might have really problematic, as you say, a really problematic relationship or very mixed relationship with. And what this TED talk that we watched, that we talked about at the beginning of the episode, put emphasis on was the fact that people, who people choose to marry, says a lot about who we are as humans, and also a lot about their upbringing and their home life, as it were. And often people choose as their spouse someone who reminds them in some way or makes them suffer in the same way as a member of their family e.g their father or their mother Uh, thus we get the oedipus theory but i don't think that we should when when i say oedipus theory i imagine most people i would be around would go ah ali that's disgusting stop speaking but actually I, i don't think it's something that one should view in that way rather you should view it as oh well that's natural that you would be attracted to someone who reminds you of certain things that you've grown up with and actually uh while we're on the topic of this mixed idea of home i found this beautiful quote about home which is very witty i very much like it and it goes like this the magic thing about home is that it feels good to leave and it feels even better to come back And I suppose that's what we all do when we marry. We come back to home in in a sense.
1: I actually think it's really interesting. We're on the topic of marriage and homemaking. I think I think this goes to show that there isn't just one definition of home or one place that you can call home, because I feel like many people like your mum, for example, I'm sure she consider and you would consider your childhood home a home. But I think once we go off into the you know, into the world and the future at some place.
0: The deep deep dark world. (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm.
1: And if we choose to, you know, buy our own house and start creating lives of our own separate from our parents or our family now, we would also start to build our own home. And it would be like another home, another place where we can find comfort and belonging. And sure, it might be very similar to the childhood home that you grew up with because of, like Ali said, a lot of us do want things that are familiar in our life, but it'll still be slightly different, I think. And, you, you know, it's a new home to create rather than mm. go back to, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And I was before wondering whether it's ever possible to have more than one home. But I guess, Yasmin, you've said that, yes, it is. It's possible to have your childhood home that you always have a special place in your heart for. But when you're older, you make your own home. There's another quote that I found. I'm a quote lady today, uh, which was, home is where one starts from and it's interesting about this because is is that true is home where one starts from or actually is home something that evolves the older you get it might change and maybe the quote would be better edited to home is where one grows or or something like this because home evolves. Well, that's
1: the thing. We evolve as humans too. Because I guess literally, I was born somewhere, so that's where I started. But I'm sure, like I as a person, I'll have different perceptions of myself, and like a certain phase of my life could start somewhere, and that could be where I consider home. Again, as someone who moved around a lot as a child, it feels very strange to me to be like, oh, there's one place that I grew up, and that's my home forever, because it was never like that. So yeah, I I I don't know. I'm I'm a firm believer of the multiple homes theory. I think
0: okay so we've discussed that but a more pressing question remains do we as humans need a home slash is it possible to be happy without a home if, if we're defining home as a place of belonging or a sense of belonging then i guess one could argue it's not happy it's not possible to be happy without a home because Everyone needs a place where they belong. But I don't know, I suppose that's up for debate. Yasmin, what do you think?
1: I think if it's a literal place, then no. Because I know some people feel most comfortable or feel that most at home as a feeling when they're like travelling across the world, meeting Mm. different people, exploring, experiencing new cultures, etc. But I don't necessarily know about happiness, but I like I wouldn't I would think it's very, very hard to live and feel like you're living a fulfilling life if you don't feel like you belong in the world anywhere. <laughs> I would think you'd probably be in a very dark yeah. headspace, and I don't necessarily... Th- I I guess in that way I do think it's necessary for your own well-being to at least feel like there's somewhere, or there's somebody, or there's something you can do to make you feel like you belong on this
0: planet Earth. You know? Okay. Okay, so if we break down the meaning of home... It, we don't necessarily need a place called home but we do need a feeling or a sense of belonging yeah i think i think yeah i think you... i think that's fair <laughs> no
1: cuz i think if you don't then you start to like question why are you even here mm. like if, the, if if you don't even feel like you belong on this world what's the point
0: you know i've seen interviews with celebrities saying that they felt at times in their life as though their entire purpose and where they belonged most was on the stage this meant this made them feel incredibly lonely because when they weren't on the stage or performing they they just thought in their head what what am i doing i have no home i have no sense of belonging my entire life is a string of hotel rooms so yes i i think i think you're right to finish this uh, episode we are going to pose you listeners with a question and that question is quite philosophical, it's morning. it's about the meaning of life, so we're getting deep here. Is home the purpose of life at the end of the day? Do you think ultimately the meaning of everyone's life, the quest that we that we are all seeking, is to find some sort of home, a sense of belonging, a place of belonging? Is that what life is all about?
1: Well I think it's hugely important in our lives, as we said we do think it's necessary to live a kind of fulfilling life, to have a place where you can feel at home. And we can also see this from uh, the range of books and films that are all about an outcast or someone who just doesn't feel like they quite belong. So they go on this journey to finally find a home. And although I do think it is an important journey that everyone goes on, I would hesitate before saying that it's like the sole meaning of life. Yes, I think it's important, but I also think that I think when it comes to what is the meaning of life there are so many different answers you could give to that depending on who you are and I do think one of them potentially could be to find a place of belonging.
0: Yeah and it just occurred to me one of the other definitions that Cambridge Dictionary gave when it was talking about home was uh, the country someone lives in and that also just uh, it's not quite related to that but It it raised a whole host of questions, you know, do you think that we feel a sense of identity with our country? And is it ever possible to view your country as a place of identity and another sort of larger scale home?
1: Well, I think when it comes to home and identity, maybe that is why finding a home is important to so many people, because people could feel like, well, if they can't relate to anything or feel comfortable with anything or feel like they belong with anything or anywhere, you could feel like you're missing a huge part of yourself of your own identity so
0: Mm.
1: yeah I think it adds to the whole why it's so important for us to feel like we have a home Mm. in this world
0: and uh, on the topic of home and identity I attend a weekly playwriting group and uh, one of the things that we are required to do in our sessions is a little bit of free writing which is when they give us a topic and a few minutes and meanwhile they play lo-fi cool trendy music and we just write whatever comes to our head. It doesn't need to make total sense. We're not supposed to think about it too much, but it's, it's instinctive writing. And last week, one of the free writing subtitles they gave us was My Home, colon. So I thought I would, as a, to finish, I thought I would read my paragraph that I wrote. It is a little strange, but I also think it's quite heartwarming. Home looks like, ah sorry, (laughs) I started from the wrong place. Home smells like small, cozy. It smells like red paint, like blue kitchen, like wooden floorboards. It stinks of arguments, of debates, of laughter. It tastes of discussion, judgments, crying, It tastes of the imaginary world. Salty, bubbly, unicorn colours. Home has the texture of crumbling stone like rich tea biscuits melting in English tea. Though she never did buy rich tea biscuits and she was scared of caffeine. Home feels like softness, like fur of a princess blanket. Loved and cheek, skin and touch, home. There we go (laughs) that was my piece of free writing um and as a final recommendation for you because we like to finish our episodes by recommending you something i would recommend a novel that i have not actually read yet but i attended a book club about this novel it's called purple hibiscus and it's by uh chimamanda Ngozi adichie who is a nigerian author and it's about a girl who is in the quest of seeking her home it's incredibly it's supposed to be an incredibly interesting and insightful novel and i am going to read it shortly so i I hope that you listeners will read it too and we can read it together
1: yeah if if you're looking for a bit more light-hearted recommendation i really enjoyed anne of green gables as a child it's still probably one of my favorite books like classics books um and again it's one of those many stories of an orphan trying to find her place in the big bad scary world and it's very heartwarming if you're looking for just a kind of just a light easy read that's also might make you cry so yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right well i hope you enjoyed discussing home maybe you can think about where your home is and whether it's a place or a feeling or the sense of familiarity etc over and out